And here we go, here we go! Raider Nation. Raider Nation. Welcome to the Silver and Black Hack Podcast. Your home for the most real Raiders takes, predictive stats, and advanced analytics. We bleed silver and black. Here are your hosts, Raider Heart and Raspy Raider. What's good, Raider Nation? Welcome back to the Silver and Black Hack Podcast. I'm your host, as always, Raider Hart, and you're listening to Captain of the Week and Walk the Plank, the segment here. This is based off of the Raiders' victory in overtime over the Seahawks, guys. Um, One of our more popular segments of the week, uh, and we're going to continue to do it, obviously, as its own standalone segment. Um. Just want to remind you guys before we get into it that uh, you can find us on social media, on Twitter mainly. You can find us on Facebook as well, but Twitter mostly at silver underscore hack. You know, find us there and join the conversation, especially with this win streak. There's a lot of good engagement out there. Find us and join the fun out there. And uh, as far as the podcast goes, guys, you know the deal. Let everybody know. Let your your Raider uh buddies your your co-workers family members spouses whatever let them know where to find us tell them that they can find us anywhere any platform that they find or they listen to their podcast at currently they can find the silver and black hack show there um the podcast make sure that they subscribe and uh above all guys keep your notifications on so you don't miss out on any of the fun and of course with Captain of the Week, Walk the Plank. That means Raspy Raider is, of course, on board as well once again. We'll go ahead and bring him in now. Um, Raspy, just another amazing, thrilling victory there for the Raiders in overtime, man. Yes, it was, man. What a what a way, again, you know, second walk-off in OT in a week, man. I mean, I don't think we thought we were going to see this, but I was loving it. Don't think that... Any of us are really loving these <laughs> these Raider heart attack specials that have been going on since about 2015, and they just show no end in sight. But it's a whole different thing when you when you come out on the winning side, as the Raiders did. Um, just these walk-off wins, man. They're, they're not the best for the blood pressure, but we'll take them. <laughs> and, of, <laughs> and, of course, here, you know, we have to do the, the captain and plank. We usually start off with the plank to try to end on a high note. Um, most weeks, if it's a, especially bad, we just go ahead and, and end on the plank just to to kind of rub everybody in it and waller in our misery together sort of thing. But most weeks we like to end on a, on a high note and start with the plank. But when the Raiders are playing such good complimentary football as they did yesterday, it's kind of hard to find any one individual member that was so bad that they were plank worthy, including the coaches. Um, Patrick Graham, you could kind of, maybe want to lean in that direction. Didn't quite think that he was plank worthy this week. We talked about Rocky Sin in the game. Didn't have in the, in our uh, post game show, we talked about it, about his performance. Gave, he gave up a few catches to Tyler Lockett. Didn't have his best game in silver and black, but it wasn't a, a meltdown. It wasn't a, a, a disaster like some of the stuff that we've seen with planks before. So we're going to go ahead and 
reward the Raiders as a team for playing good complimentary football. And this is one of those weeks that we'll go ahead and wave the plank because of that. So having, well, first off, do you agree with that Raspy or, or do you think that no, we should... I do, I do, man. I mean, we touched on rock in the, the show, but you know, uh, another show, I mean, he had a, he had a tough game, but he wasn't still wasn't that bad, man. I mean, in a, in a game like this on the road, Handling business, walking off with what we did. It's tough. To, I'm not going to go nitpick, guys, man. For the most part, man, this defense played well. This offense blew the roof off the building, you know, and shut the 12s up. I'm with you, man. Right. I mean, could McDaniels have made some different calls and some short yardage situations? Yes, but he made up for it as well. So there really wasn't a clear plank candidate. I thought everybody sort of contributed um, mainly across the board to a very good team victory, the type of victory we don't really see, the complimentary victory we don't see with the Raiders very often. So with that being said, we can go ahead and move over to the positive award of the week. And this is kind of the opposite problem is the plank because we could you could just spin a wheel, Price is Right style, and whatever Raider came up, there may be a pretty good case or argument to be made for a captain this week. But we don't have the the prizes right real right now. Um, so why don't we just do it the old-fashioned way, Raspy? You have to choose somebody. There's a pretty obvious well, – there's one really obvious candidate and a whole lot of other guys that could easily jockey for that second captain spot this week. Why don't you go ahead and do the obvious, man, and who's your captain? I think I know who it might be. Yeah, I'm going captain obvious for sure, man. Josh Jacobs. You listen to your captain, mate. Yeah. Boy, oh boy, man. This kid went off. It uh I was why I was I was reading earlier, man. They were walking out of the tunnel and there was a dude, a fan, some heckling fan, and he had a sign that said three and seven. Not bad for a team with no talent. Jacob saw this, and this dude was just heckling the hell out of our entire team as they go out, and he just thought to himself, he said to himself, man, I, need, I needed that. Thanks, man. I needed that. Commits to go off for 229 rushing yards, 74 passing yards for a total of 303 scrimmage yards, which is something that hasn't been done by any player since 1950, folks. Uh 70 plus years ago. I mean, this is amazing seeing thinking about some of the backs you've seen in that span. What he did was just, I mean, it was record breaking, groundbreaking. It was just ridiculous, man. So he uh not only and, and, and a lot of things that don't really get talked about, man. He is good in pass protection too. He is not afraid to get his head in there and stand in there and take on these guys coming in trying to smash Derek. He just he's doing it all well, man. And when he gets the ball in his hand, and it wasn't like he busted off with some, you know, this eighty-six yarder didn't come in the first in the first quarter or the first half. He was dogging to get his yards in the first half. But you know what? He stuck with it. He stuck to it and started just peeling off chunks. Next thing you know, dude, he's running for a record-breaking day. Josh Jacobs, man. Go get you some. Boy, oh boy, is this man. He's he's the best running back in the league right now. You'd have a hard time arguing that. At this point in time, the last 
four, five, six weeks, you ain't going to get a better back. Just the whole year. I would say the whole year. I mean, 1,100 yards, he leads the league in rushing right now. And, you know, the 303 total yards, you said since 1950, obviously that makes it a Raiders record. They haven't even been around since 1950. So that encompasses all of the Raiders history. And we talked about this in the post-game rap show, but I think I have to mention it again, man. The 303 yards were more offensive output, more total yards than the New York Giants, Chicago Bears, New Orleans Saints, the Donkeys, the Texans, or the L.A. Rams had as an entire offensive unit. So he's out. He alone out outgained. What, that's one, a, two, three, that's a quarter of the teams. league, dude. That's a quarter of the league. That's six, seven teams. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, that's like Jim Thorpe type stuff. That's, right. you know, that that's Bart Starr. Like you, those old choppy black and white grainy, you know, NFL films footage. There's like one legit athlete on the field and literally running circles around everybody else. That's kind of what this was. I mean, that that's, you just don't see, again, 1950. Jim Thorpe was probably still playing in 19. Like, you just don't see that type of dominance from a running back in the modern NFL. You just don't see it. Eye-popping, staggering numbers. What a performance from Josh Jacobs. It would be so easy, Raspy, just to go double up captain right. on that. It's it just that's probably what we should do, honestly. But And real quick, he was questionable to even play this game. <laughs> Right. I mean, like, it, the just the thought of that. Like, we didn't even know if he was gonna if he was good enough to go, <laughs> and he goes out and plugs this. It's amazing, man. Yeah, he, he was banged up, banged up all week. Um, I said, Raspy, remember when I said when we first drafted him? I didn't say this publicly because I knew that I'd get clowned. I know how everybody is out there. What you're already comparing him to? Blah blah blah. I said when we drafted him, he reminded me he the way his cutbacks looked like Emmett Smith to me. I said that. Doesn't because sound so I ridiculous. I got your back on that for sure. Doesn't sound quite as ridiculous. I'm not saying he's Emmett Smith, but that that comparison doesn't seem so outlandish anymore. So And that burst he showed, man, to just run away. There wasn't no D V chasing him down on that play. I was really impressed, man. Twenty mile per hour, top goodness. speed. Good night, bro. 20 mile per hour top speed on that run, which is the top that he's ever been clocked. I remember all the questions about his speed, the yeah. 4640. Forgot yeah. about the fact that he had a hamstring issue before that. You know, nobody nobody ever thinks about it. It's just your time just becomes set in stone. All the contact yeah. just gets swept away. Football fans are weird, man. Media, too. Definitely. The, the media, especially, they're about as fickle as they get. They are. They are. And, you know, for me, I'm, I'm tempted to go Jacobs again, but since we very rarely do that, and if we don't do it for this performance, that pretty much means we can never have a double captain. Right. If we don't do it here, <laughs> that eliminates that from ever happening, unless so somebody true. gets 500 yards or something crazy. <laughs> um, I'm going to go ahead and, and retire that. I'm not going to do the double, the double captain. That's the Josh Jacobs rule going forward. Can't have one. You got it. I thought about the young offensive line, how impressive they were. We talked about the importance of that in the preview show. They they passed with flying colors. 
I thought McDaniels had some really good play calls and just directing an offense that has that kind of balance. This is probably the most balanced. This isn't really talked about either, Rasp, but this is probably the most balanced Raiders offense I've ever seen. Even with Gannon, we weren't running the ball with this kind of authority. Not like this. Charlie Garner wasn't doing this. Not like this. No. He would give you the 100 yards and some nice production out of the backfield, but he wasn't setting NFL or shattering 70-year-old records and and, and stuff like that. I completely agree with you on that, my friend. So McDaniels deserves to be, you know, on this short list. Crosby could be on it every week, uh, sack and a half, very effective pressures. Chandler Jones, eight pressures. I think he had four effective pressures, half of his pressures effective. But I'm going to go off the beaten path a little bit. I'm going Andrew Billings as my as my captain of the week. You listen to your captain, mate. And it's for some very simple reasons. One of the most threatening ways that the Seahawks can beat you is on the ground. And we held Kenneth Walker to just 1.9 yards per attempt. He's at the heart of our run defense. He's our nose tackle. We all know it starts there. If you can't hold, if your nose can't hold his water at the point of attack, very, very difficult to stop the run um, without that. And then even further than that, you know, he had two half a sacks. So, that ends up, you know, obviously adding to adding up to a full sack for him in the game. He also added a tackle for loss. He threw in two quarterback hits in addition to the sack. Um, 88.5 pro football focus grade. I just thought that he got injured. It sounds like, you know, it was unfortunate to see him not be able to finish that game. Um, but it sounds like Josh McDaniel said it looks like there's some optimism that it may not be as serious as what it looked like. We'll have to wait and see. I don't know that he's had an MRI or anything like that done yet, but Andrew Billings, man, this is what we need. If this is the type of presence that he can provide at the nose tackle spot, the run defense speaks for itself. But when you have a, when you have a no, a true nose tackle that can do that work against the run and, and also add multiple pressures, sacks, can get after the quarterback the way that he did. And he has the athleticism to do that. That was one of the things they talked about when he came out of Baylor. He's not one of these lead-footed, you know, big, heavy tackles. He's a, he's more of – what did Jack Del, Rio, Jack Del Rio used to call him? What, dancing bears? The he's big dead. guys with the nimble feet. Like, he's more of – he's Del Rio would call him a dancing bear. You know, he's one of those types. He had the motor I, – I, I think, Raspy, you mentioned in the – the, the post-game show that the presence of Tillery suddenly in the interior, you know, def- of the defensive line on this roster, his pass rushing ability may have lit a fire under some of these guys. Andrew Nichols also had his best game next to Billings in silver and black. And when both your tackles have their best game of the season in the same game, your odds of winning just go up significantly. But man, Andrew Billings, big, heavy tackle in the middle, sealed off any interior rushing lanes. There just was nothing there for Walker, no daylight at all in the middle. And then he really did crank up the pressure on Geno Smith. And I don't think it's any any, uh, coincidence, Raspy, that Billings and and Nichols had that type of game and Tillery had that type of game, pass rushing in the inside. And both of our edge rushers had their probably their best tandem performance Crosby's great every week but we have not seen this from Chandler Jones with that leading the team in pressures got very close to multiple sacks himself for all that for all those reasons man I just thought Andrew Billings deserved some 
some credit and some recognition and, and, and the spotlight this week for what he did for that defensive line. Very underrated, underheralded performance from uh, Andrew Billings. I'm with it, man. And I, I love that pick because, I mean, I look at it like both, you know, two half sacks. He basically created both of those. So as far as I'm concerned, that's two sacks right there. I mean, right. he created that, dude. This guy was, he was monstrous in the trenches, man. And and being able to show that he not only, I mean, this is, they were in a position to where they got up early, you know. They had every reason to run the ball and to just kind of, dictate that way and they just weren't allowing it and Billings was the catalyst of that he just was not allowing it you are not going to run on us today and he set the tone early often and kept it going up until you know came out of the game a little bit later on in the game but he definitely set the tone I do think that Tillery definitely had a spark in that you know, these guys are like, hey, man, I, I want to – this is my this is my spot, you know. It, you, you'd be surprised that, you know, someone tries to come in and take your spot. You're going to get everything you got out of these guys. Now, I granted, shouldn't necessarily come to that, but uh, these boys just they, – they lit him up, man, and he was the catalyst. So I agree, man. And like you said, it's not a coincidence that you have your best – tandem game from your two edge rushers when your your big guys in the middle at the nose are are blistering the point of attack, man. It's really impressive. So hell of a nod, man. Mr. Billings this week came through and just made everybody around him better. It's all you can ask for. I mean, if this is any window to what this defensive line could be going forward, it, it changes the narrative on a lot of things in the offseason, whether they make the playoffs with this unlikely, you know, stretch run or not. And you know, that really does change the math. I mean, that that type of performance across the board from edge to edge on that defensive line, if they do that for the for the next six games, then they do have a chance to do something because yeah. that, that would bother even Mahomes, what we did yesterday. If we can work the trenches both offensively and defensively like we did yesterday, you're going to – you won't be beat. Tall order, but you will not be beat if you can handle it like that. And it could come – and that's just the NFL, man. You win that battle of the trenches on both sides, you have a really good chance of coming out victorious every single week. So we'll see. We will see, guys. And, you know, again, another thrilling walk-off victory, 40-34 for the, for the Raiders. I don't know why they like to play everything down to the wire, but that's just part of the DNA of this team, and it works out a whole – Hell of a lot better when you're coming off on the on the good side of these, you know, coin flip games, you know, ball bounces one way or the other, whatever you want to call it. But uh, just a great hey, right win. Now for the they're, spike, they're spiking my blood pressure every Sunday. I promise you that. Every every <laughs> fall and winter for the last <laughs> nine years, this has been a Raider tradition. They used to call the Browns. I think back in the day in the '80s. I think my dad told me that they've had a season or two like this and they called them the the cardiac browns or whatever. Yeah. I think it's the cardiac raiders right now for sure. Oh boy. Oh either boy. way, either way it goes, the cardiac raiders are fully in swing right now. <laughs> Raspy, you got any last words here to before we wrap up the captain and plank segment? No, man, just uh another but love to your nation. Like I said, I know last week I was I was hard, man. I was it's kind of in my doom and gloom stage, man. I come out of it 
it's you know these, these walk-off wins will get me out of it in a hurry so appreciate y'all bearing with us man um hey all you can do man is, is see the progress that is transpiring right in front of our eyes man hey you never know i'm gonna be optimistic and hope that we can keep trying to make a push and like Hart said get us a few weeks get us you know uh Four or five game winning streak, and we'll we'll seriously talk about it some more. But uh, at least if nothing else, we're seeing some direction and some growth. And nation, just love you guys, man. Appreciate y'all tuning in. Um, I'll I'll get out of here quickly, but just y'all have a great great rest of your week, man. And we will be touching down and talking some more real soon. Y'all be good. Peace. Yeah, we will, guys. Uh, make sure to keep those notifications on. And uh, look out for the Ask Raspy segment. That'll be the next show that we drop, the next segment we drop here. And you still have time to get your questions in. I think I only have one question locked in for sure um, as of the recording of this segment right now. You have time, so fire off your questions if you have one uh, that you haven't already submitted. And um, very good chance that uh, that they could that they could make this edition of Ask Raspy this week. And also. Look out for the Raiders-Chargers preview show. That'll be towards the end of the week, most likely around Friday. We're going to drop that as well. Big AFC West showdown, guys. We know how these games always go between the Raiders and the Chargers, Carr and Herbert. You want to talk about cardiac. Uh, that's it's <laughs> the very right. definition of that matchup over the last three years. Or however long, yeah, three years since Justin Herbert's been in the league. Those have been instant classics. So you'll you'll want to tune in right here for that. We're, we're going to get you ready for that matchup, what you need to watch out for, what the Raiders need to do, what the Raiders need to avoid if they want to get that win and keep this streak alive. But for now, we're going to leave it for um, leave it here. And uh, for my co-host, Mr. Raspy Raider, this is Raider Hart leaving you, Raider Nation, for now. Um, chop it up, enjoy it, and uh, let's get our minds ready for this. the Chargers coming into our building. For, for those that are going to be in, in, in attendance for the game, we need it nice and loud there, and uh, we're really excited for that game, guys. So until then, don't work too hard, be safe, and let's, let's all wish for the best for the Raiders, and the best means only one thing for the rest of the season. We know what that is. They just got to win, baby.